We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Up next, the latest on the K-State Wildcats from the guys of Three Maw, John Kurtz, Derek Young, and Cole Manbeck, who will get you caught up on all things Wildcats from a collective perspective that can't be found anywhere else. The latest news, the top stories, and an insider perspective to keep you in the know. Three Maw is proudly presented by 360 Vodka, and now, let's begin the show. And welcome in to another episode of the Three Maw Podcast. I am John Kurtz. Joined today by Cole Manbeck. We have two of the three here on Three Maw. And uh, a very special guest joins us as well to fill Derek Young's place. I think you guys will probably be okay with that because you may have heard of our guest today. His name is Deuce Vaughn, Big 12 champion, soon to be NFL draftee. And we are thrilled to have him on the pod Today, I'll go ahead and give this disclaimer before we start the pod. We are having some slight issues with Cole's audio a little bit, so we're going to try and work him in some, but just bear with us if you do hear a little bit of crackling there. Uh, believe me, it is well worth it because Deuce Vaughn is excellent as always, and uh, we are thrilled to talk to him here today. Okay, we have to start as always by thanking our friends at Holiday Distillery, great K-State folks. Sponsors of the pod, they support us, so please support those who do support us and help bring you this pod. If you're getting ready for the draft, maybe a draft party perhaps, uh, make sure that you stock up on your Ben Holiday Bottled and Bond Bourbon and your 360 Vodka. Whichever fits you more, go get it done, go get it ready for your draft party, and make sure that you support Holiday Distillery because they support us here on the pod. So, Deuce Bond is with us here today and uh, could not be more excited to talk to this guy before he heads into the NFL draft next week. So, Deuce, thank you for being here, first of all. Take me through what it's what it's been like, life, that is, post-Big 12 championship, heading into the draft process, into the combine, and since then. How, how has this all been for you? Uh, so, it's been a long four months, uh, four months, I will say that. So, uh, after, the, after the, the Big 12 championship and after the Sugar Bowl, I headed out to Tampa to get ready for the combine and get ready for my pro day. And my, my training took a kind of a wholly dip, like a totally different spin. And I uh, getting ready for the five and five, and you're ready for the 40. You're trying to get back healthy from after uh, playing a full season. You're, it's quick turnaround. It's almost like a, the second phase of it. It's almost like a second season in a sense. Uh, so you're trying to get back healthy and get ready for the combine. And uh, you're going through all types of uh, interview kind of preps, you're going through all types of things. And uh, all while teams are kind of 
all you're trying to gather some uh, background information about yourself. Like you're talking to scouts and things like that. You're starting to kind of see uh, what teams are interested in. Uh, so, I mean, it's been a long four months. Now, kind of been able to ease back into getting it by trying to get back into football shape. Now that I'm back in Austin after the pro day and after uh, the combine and getting my weight back to, to the playing football uh I guess weight and uh, it's kind of been good. So you get to re relax just a little bit before uh, the the big weekend and then you get anxious again. And uh, man, so it's, it's been really well. It's, it's treated me well. I'm, I'm interested. You mentioned like just getting healthy, which I know like a lot of you guys, Felix, for instance, you know, someone had to do that. Like how, how long does it, what is that process like? How beat up? I'll frame it this way. How beat up were you by the end of the, the, the regular season this year? I was pretty beat up after this past year, especially, I mean, we just have a super long season. Uh, I battled through some things throughout the season and then actually re-aggravated something during the Sugar Bowl. So it took me about a month and a half, so a month to, to get back healthy, uh, which is why I didn't run at the combine. I didn't do my 5 and 5 or uh, LG or anything like that, but I wanted to be able to showcase my skills in front of all 32 teams that were there. That's why I went out and did uh, the, the ball drills and stuff like that. So... I uh, set my training back in that uh, at, uh, kind of fence, and, um, and I'm healthy now. Uh, but I mean, it was it was hard to really get back to to feeling like myself after a long season. Because usually you get three weeks off, you go home, and uh, you get as much recovery and stuff like that as as you possibly need. But now, I mean, you're almost getting ready to go and play again, uh, and now the biggest stage in eight weeks. So it was, it was definitely a quick turnaround. What's some of the feedback you've heard from NFL teams, Deuce, in your conversations with them? Yes, sir. Uh, a lot of the teams that I've talked to, uh, it's kind of been uh, the same common theme as far as love my versatility uh, and the fact that uh, being able to be split out wide, being able to spin to the slot, uh, catch the ball at the back, so run the ball inside and outside, and be able to have the, the durability to, to play all three years and to get uh, over like, 300 touches uh, these, these past two years and be able to withstand that type of uh, uh, beating uh, has been uh, very very big to them. I've also been uh, talking about the special teams aspects of everything. If you're not going to be a number one running back on the football team, uh, you're going to have to contribute on special teams. So uh, being able to get those punt returns and showcase that throughout this, this process, uh, talking to them about kickoff return and uh, letting them know that's something that I want to do. And of course, uh, the, the weakness in the sense of uh, my size uh, and how that pertains to pass blocking and things like that. But a really, really cool thing that's happened uh, throughout my time talking to running back coaches and talking to scouts is uh uh, they 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 tell me that we we don't really look at your size. That's just, we see a football player that's really good at what he does, and uh, we see we as a team we're going to put you in a position to be successful, uh, uh, no matter your size. And that's been really really cool because it was never like that coming out of high school. And even when you get to college, uh, those other teams are kind of still looking at you like uh, this guy's too undersized to do this. And uh, for for NFL coaches to kind of tell you that we, we we can look past your size has been huge for not only my confidence going to this next level, but uh, just just huge in general for that little kid that that had heard that the high school player that heard that uh, going through his entire uh, recruiting process. Well, I, I heard or maybe I read somewhere I can't remember if it was a Beastcast story or something, but did I see that you, your mom takes offense when people question your your blocking abilities? Which to that, I would say, hey, how, what about it was the Jeff Sweep on like the first offensive play of the season, right? That South Dakota game. Like, just go throw on that film and, and see what the uh, block is like. He does. That's 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 one woman that will not take any, uh, I guess, anything that's not praise. Uh, she will not uh, any of that too lightly. And that's she's always been in my corner as far as that goes. And I, I'll tell you right now, going on to as long as I have a football helmet on and have pads, she'll be at that, that same corner. And man, I love her because of it. 
uh, I kind of have to let it know sometimes, like, hey, they're going to talk. I just kind of have to tone uh, uh, that out. Do you have an idea, Deuce, of like what, what round you're expecting or what round-ish teams are telling you that they, they might take you at right now? Uh, the little rounds is what I've been hearing. And, I mean, that varies from as I, I'm trying not to look too deep into it. I, I want to be able to, uh, whether that be on, on that late Friday or Saturday, uh, be able to just ever happens for myself it's it's pretty much fit rather than win uh if it's the seventh round and i go to a team that that has a plan for me and uh can see me being utilized in their offense man i'll be able to go and make it happen if it happens in uh the fourth round and uh man i I'm, i'll just be grateful for my opportunity but those middle rounds i've definitely been here i know it might be tough to tell deuce but do you have an idea of of which teams have the most interest in you right now heading into the draft Yes, sir, I do, actually. I talk to a lot of teams more than others, uh, and it's crazy. Uh, I don't give any names, but uh, I've talked to Rush East. I've talked to Scott Thompson, uh, who, two guys that got drafted last year. And the two teams that took them, they didn't talk to once in the process. And so it's hard to try to get a beat on exactly who uh, is is looking forward to taking you. I mean, uh, you get calls now that we're kind of this process. I've gotten 10 to 12 calls from teams asking about my draft day. Uh, phone number and I want to back up if that's uh, but I mean you just never know uh, so it's, it's really hard to kind of put a put a beat on it but I've talked to te- some teams more than others for sure well the, the only one Deuce and you can choose to answer this however you want but the only one I gotta ask about I'm a huge Chiefs fan I know we got a lot of Chiefs fans out there what what about the Chiefs have there been any conversations with uh, with KC there have been I actually got to go out to you for pro day as well uh, worked out with the running back coach, worked out with the special teams coordinator. Uh, felt like I did really, really good. And I was able to go upstairs and talk with uh, Matt Nagy and talk with the running back coach and uh, even and speak to Andy Reid and, 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 uh, a little bit. Just get to learn about their offense. I pretty much portray myself and my football knowledge to them as well. Uh, so I was up in that their, their film room. I was up in the, their, their office for about two hours. Uh, after that workout, and then uh, it just uh, the the football prowess and the the knowledge that they have as an offensive, uh, not only Andy Reid but Matt Nagy as well, and their running back coach, uh, had, well, it was huge to even be up in there talking about football with them. I mean, they're geniuses on that side. You can see why they won a couple of Super Bowls and why they're going to win a lot uh, for years to come. Yeah, I think I speak for John and myself and a lot of K State fans that would love to see you in Kansas City, Deuce. Uh, obviously, think you'd be a tremendous fit with Andy Reid, obviously, and the work that he did with Darren Sproles in his career as well. We know he'd find you uh, a great role and, and utilize you in the best way for sure. But how, I want to ask you about your dad. Uh, how did he support you in this con- in this process of decision making and the draft process? Obviously, for K State fans, I don't know scout for the Dallas Cowboys. I know you had to sit out of the conversations, read an article from ESPN about that when they're talking about you and the draft process, but but how did that go and, and how did those conversations go with that? It was huge. Uh, he was a big reason why I was kind of able to stay calm throughout this entire process. I uh, went to the combine with uh, not necessarily an ease. I was a little anxious. I was a little nervous just because I didn't understand exactly. I'd heard about it, but I didn't know exactly how it was going to go down. Uh, the interview processes and uh, being out on the, on the field and uh, going through all the medical stuff and making sure that you're uh, almost doing everything perfectly because, I mean, all eyes that are on you are reporting back to a team. And uh, for him to be in that corner for me, I mean, I'll call him almost every single night just to ask questions or I'm telling who I'm talking to and what, what was said and uh, how I'm doing on these uh, Zoom calls with running back coaches and, uh, hey, what does this mean? And just to have him in my corner has been unbelievable. It's, it's a resource that not a lot of guys have. 
and I understand that. And I'm grateful for it. Uh, and I, I feel like I've exhausted his uh, his knowledge up to this point. And, uh, he's done a phenomenal job of just being not only a scout, but my my father and just being somebody that would be able to listen. And uh, if I had a question, if I if I didn't know exactly what this meant, uh, or I, I had a little bit of worry uh, throughout this process, it's been a weird grueling a lot. So him just being there for me has been amazing. All right, we're talking with Deuce Bond here on 3 Ma. We'll be right back with more with Deuce coming up next. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. In that conversation that you had with R.J. Garcia, it it came up that deciding to go pro and and leave K-State was one of the toughest decisions that you've ever made. Was there a time in that decision-making process where you thought you might be returning to K-State? For me, it was the end goal was always winning a baseball championship. Uh, that was always the biggest thing for myself. That was kind of going to be the, if we won a Big 12 championship, I'd I'd be content with leaving because that was that's what I set out to do whenever I got here. Sat down in Coach Kleiman's office. as a 17-year-old kid, and uh, he said, we're going to build a, a culture that wins a Big 12 championship. So if we didn't win that Big 12 championship, there's a really good chance I'd have been back in Manhattan for this for sixth upcoming year. Uh, whenever we did win it, there was a set. I didn't want to make the decision right there, but there was a sense of, Almost like like a, a fulfillment of those of that kid that was sitting in Coach Conman's office and now a uh, 21 year old uh, football player. That man, I mean, he's he's accomplished what uh, not only myself, but everybody saw that Dylan uh, has worked for in the the past three years and even uh, before myself. Uh, so if we didn't win that Big 12 championship, man, I there was a really good chance that I was going back in that house my senior year. Well, speaking of that. Big 12 championship game. I mean, I think, I don't know, it's so hard to say, like, this is the play I'll remember you by because you had so many of them. But, I mean, the touchdown in open space, the the cut that you made to, to get the score against TCU, um, one of my favorites. But what, you know, you had to play against Alabama. I mean, there's just a million of them. What is your favorite play from your, from your time in K-State? That's a really good question. Uh, I really, I really do like the TCU, uh, the forty-four yard touchdown. I really do like that, which because of, I mean, it was the fourth quarter. Uh, I mean, at what point in time it was in the game, we're up by four, uh, and it's almost one of those times where if you score, it's looking like you're going to be able to pull the game out, and to be able to pop it off the way that I did, 
But if I had to pick one, it's probably my freshman year against Oklahoma. Whenever I, we ran out with outside zone uh, from from the from the eye, and I was able to score that, and we go on to win that game. Uh, that actually put us up. I was a freshman, uh, eighteen year old. I'd played the week before against Arkansas State, and I felt like I did well. But uh, once I scored that touchdown, it really gave me the confidence to kind of be uh, the player that I was for the next three years. Uh, that 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 touchdown, uh, man, it's it's engraved in my in my brain. Uh, it's probably my favorite just because of it was the beginning. It, I was so young. I was just it was so I didn't know what was ahead of me. Uh, and all I remember is just wanting to make not only all of Case State Nation proud, but my, my people that were watching me proud. And uh, I wanted to win that football game because, man, I mean, we're playing against the number three team in the nation. And uh, and as soon as I got into that, so it's, it's a play I'll never forget. So I got to go with that one just because of the, the circumstances. I, I like it. I like it. That's a, that's a great one, too, for sure. One thing, you know, kind of along these lines, when you make a play like that, I was sitting here wondering this as I'm like, all right, we're getting Deuce on. Like, what do I want to know that I haven't asked him or heard him be asked before? Are you, do you talk any trash on the field at all? Like, does Deuce Vaughn, if I asked like the Oklahoma defense from that day, would they tell me that Deuce says anything out there on the field? So, freshman year, Deuce does not. Sophomore year, Deuce, a little bit. Junior year, Deuce, yeah, he definitely talks trash. And it's, it's one of those things where I go into the football field not I'm not planning on talking trash, but it takes it only takes a little bit for me to get into it, and I try to I try to respect the game in a way of not talking trash. But I'll never forget Missouri is probably the most I talk trash, uh, just because I mean as soon as we got into the football field, I, it's my first game. I was on the field as a captain, and we went to shake their hands, but they didn't shake our hands. And after that, I I was it was it was a fire lit under me, and I'll I'll never forget it. Uh, but junior dudes definitely the first year dudes he yeah, hated he didn't talk about much about he was straight distance. I could well, who's this uh, sorry Cole, who, who's the best trash talker on the team? Well, that's a great question. I no I, I probably have to give it to a defensive guy. Uh, Rush Yeast was a really good tra- trash talker uh, just from uh, playing with him even in practice he's a really good trash talker. I'm trying to think. I heard Fee's a pretty good trash. Uh, Felix is a pretty good trash talker on offense. Uh, Phil and Malik they trash talk quite a bit they get into it like they're on the outside so really something i'm really sure to do is like if we if i'm running the ball i get out there and something happens but still in the league and get after it try to think that's really all i've heard i mean the old linemen they have their own type of trash talking because i mean i get up and they're standing right there and those guys are hilarious they hitting gooms always get to find a joke uh to be said uh, on the football field um i'm trying to think but yeah those guys for sure but like if i had to pick one uh, I'd have to say either Malik or Phil on offense for sure, for sure. I put myself up there, but as I only come in whenever, when, whenever they be. You think we get you think we get Will Howard chirping now, Deuce? Is he uh? Because he's not a great. I th- hey that that I'm telling you, a confidence level will make you. I'm telling you, freshman year Deuce, he didn't have a whole bunch of confidence. He was starting to get there. So junior Deuce is a completely different person, man. That that confidence level will allow you to go out there and. And be able to trash talk for sure, for sure. I've heard Will say a couple of things, but uh, he he he's not too uh, rah rah rah. He's all about his bit. Hey, what was it that Missouri? You mentioned Missouri in the trash talking. What was it that they did again to to really motivate you before that game? I thought I recalled a certain situation. I remember this so uh, throughout the week uh, they had put up pictures uh, throughout the uh, their locker room saying, uh, "Don't let twenty two beat you." With a picture of. 
and I forget exactly how I got the picture to me, but I got it on Tuesday. And that that lit a fire under me as well. Uh, that there was definitely some added motivation going into that game. Man, I forgot all about that. Yeah, they did do that. That's a, that's a good memory, Cole. I'd forgotten about that too. I, yeah. You say it. We're going to take a quick break. More with Deuce Vaughn coming up next. You're listening to KC Sports Network. We'll be right back after this. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Hey, we mentioned him earlier, but RJ Garcia, man, this dude's turning into a phenom. Uh, should, should he be getting his own podcast or maybe like replacing us uh, or something? Because it seems like his his star has really grown with that personality he has. He is the character. Uh, he's somebody I've been able to call uh, one of my best friends since he got on campus. And that's really the reason why. I mean, that person that you see on, on camera, I mean, like, I don't know how he does it. Because, like, I sat down and we went in there. Like, I know RJ. He's, he's hilarious. He's probably the most upbeat person you'll ever meet. Always laughing, always cracking the joke. And like, as soon as the camera flipped on, I mean, he, and I was like, I, it caught me off guard. He went into like a mode and then he starts going and they're all, I'm getting grilled. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. Like he's not, he's really good at what he's does. And I, but I even anytime I see the cats talk, come across my, my Instagram page or on Twitter, man, I'm clicking on it so fast. He's done such a great job, man. Uh, and nah, he, he definitely has a, a future in, in that type of, uh, uh, I guess, uh, space if, uh, whenever he's done with short ball, cause he's, he's fantastic at it. Well, I think it was RJ that, that claims that you were mistaken for Marquise Noel in Manhattan, right? Was it, was is that a real story that actually added? It is, it is the real story. It was my, it was my first night back in town after I'd been in Tampa and I was coming back and it was like a week before the pro day. And uh, we go to Walmart. So me, uh, RJ, and she was going to Walmart. And it's funny because Marquise, I've known Marquise for about two years now. And uh, last year, guys would always ask him if he was Deuce Bond. And he, I remember he, told, he was talking to me in Felix. He was like, uh, by the end of the season, like everybody's going to know who I am. And they're not going to uh, mistake me for Deuce Bond. And we're like, man, go do it. And he did exactly that. So we're, so we're why couldn't you be mad? Uh, so I, we're at Walmart. And, I'm checking some things out and I get a, I get a tap on my shoulder and I look to my left and say, hey man, are you Marquise Noel? And I'm like, uh, I'm like, no, I'm Deuce Vaughn. He was like, he's like, oh. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh. <laughs> well, this is funny. So now me, RJ and Felix start busting out laughing at the Walmart. I, uh, he asked for a picture. You got a picture. But I mean, they held that over my head. And this happened. It's happened like, I think, six, six or seven more times after that. I was in Manhattan for Three weeks and it happened so many times. So I text Marquis and I'm like, "Hey man, <laughs> hey, I'm in the same predicament that you were in last year, uh, which is really really cool." Now I'm, I'm super excited for him and man, he blew up. I mean, the way that he played throughout March Madness was unreal. Man, he had all of the standing up. Are you? Well, what's what's your hoops game like? Sure. So I stopped playing like my freshman year of high school. Uh, but me, I was, a, I was, a, I was a past first point guard. I was going to dish that thing. I'm not going to lie to you. I can, I can get that ball out. Uh, and I was going to play defense. Uh, I was going to attack. I was going to attack the rim and ambition. That was, that was my entire game. I'll never forget. Uh, the real reason why I stopped playing basketball is a funny story. I, I like to tell people I went for a layup one time and I got my, my shot hit off the glass. It got blocked off the glass and I was like, yeah, this game's not for me. I was like, this game is just not for me. Like that was probably the most embarrassing uh, thing I've ever had happens to be on like an athletic play to it. 
Because, uh, I mean, he had me off the glass, caught the rebounds, threw it up court, and a guy dunked it. I was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, I think this is it. This is this is my last year playing basketball. But, no, nah, anytime I have some time to go and, like, uh, play with some friends, I definitely do it. Vital Passports point guard. Have you met Jerome Tang? I have. I have, man. Yeah, how awesome would it be to play for a coach like that? No, that'd be fun. Just from just from the energy from whenever I first met him, that for I really so we spoke briefly, but the energy that he brought in that five minutes, and I mean, for I'd love to be at a practice with him. Uh, just the the way that he carries not only himself but carries his team. I mean, you see uh, them playing low down in the in the in the locker room and clapping to him like that's that's unbelievable. Like. I saw that, and I mean, I I felt like I was a player on the team. I'm I'm watching the video clapping as well, but like somebody that high energy loves his team, the passion that he that he only coaches with, but like you can see it behind the scenes. Uh, that's him as a person. Like that's not just Coach Tang. Like that's that's him on an everyday basis. That's how he operates. Uh, he's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable hire for Kansas State. You can see exactly why he brought in his guys. Uh, that those those boys went. Marsh man, if I love to play for him, maybe just have one practice with him. Deuce, before we let you go, I and I guess I don't know. Maybe maybe if there is a downside to letting these specific numbers out, I guess you don't have to answer. But I'm like, they always just talk when Darren Sproles was in school about like how much he squatted, right? It was this ridiculous number. So like, what's the Deuce Vaughn? Not I don't care what you dig or pro day or whatever, but like all time in that K State weight room, like what's the most that you ever squat? No doubt, see squat. I never. I never did a max squat there, but I've gotten up to like 495 for three. Uh, and that was like, that was going into, that was like my junior year or sophomore, I was a sophomore actually, sophomore year about to go into my junior year. Because uh, after the junior year, I left but 495 for three and you do some calculations somewhere in the 500s for like a, for a one. But I've always prided myself on the squat rack. And I feel like if I, is at the time, I mean, it's you can do like four out of five for three, but like if you do like a, a squat max, I feel like I could have loaded it up and and got a couple more on there. But I definitely take pride in that squat. Right? Is that is that your best lift? What would you say is your best lift? Uh, yeah, I'll say squat is. I say squat is. I really, I really wish I had like a a max number for y'all. But four ninety five for three is what I remember. I remember I, I did. We did had a watsy drop day, and it was I think. It, 400 and something for like 16 reps uh in like the yeah i know right it's what's like i'm I'm trying to do some math to, to get the exact number but oh uh, man i love squat that's probably my favorite list all right we've got to ask you a little bit about this 2023 k-state team with the season uh coming up not too far around the corner uh who is somebody on this squad that that we're not talking about enough somebody that we should be talking about more uh vj Payne, 100 uh he's a guy on defense that I mean, I went back and just for a couple of spring practices, and you see a guy that was a freshman, true freshman last year, and I go out on some football field, and I, I can hear him vocally uh, on that defense whenever they get into like the team periods. I can hear him vocally speaking to uh, not only the defense, but speaking to uh, his guys in the back end, and that, that shows like a leader as someone who's still a true freshman as far as credits go. And he's he's put on some weight he looks fast and he's running around he has no fear he saw the place that he was making as a true freshman he's somebody that uh we knew was going to be special whenever he first got here in the summer and to see how he's progressed to now vj Payne is definitely a name that earned a lot this upcoming season 
How's the running back room looking right now? Obviously, DJ Giddens is returning, and, and you add Treshawn Ward, a really electric playmaker from Florida State. Uh, what what kind of hands are things in right now? No doubt. The running back room is in good hands. Uh, DJ Giddens, I mean, I feel like they're going to be a, a Thunder and Lightning uh, type of type of duo. Uh, I've seen Treshawn. I got to see him go and run a little bit at practice. I got to see DJ run a little bit in practice as well. And, man, the one thing I'll say about DJ is he's picked up that playbook, and he looks more comfortable than ever. And that's one of the things, whenever you, like I said about uh, the biggest thing with football, once you get older, it's the confidence level. Uh, you have confidence in the playbook. You have confidence in yourself. There's really no telling what you can do as a football player. So it's really been cool to see him progress in that way. And then, I mean, you just see the way that he squats, the way that he goes about his business in the weight room. He's an absolute freak. So I'm super excited to see what he can do this season. And Treshawn, he's fast, man. He can move. And uh, he has a lot of confidence in himself just from playing uh, how many years he's played. Uh, in college, and now he's kind of uh, chased a lot of confidence in himself. Uh, he has a lot of confidence in the staff, and he's picking up the playbook as well. Uh, he's an older guy, so it's come a little bit easier to him. Uh, but just seeing him move and practice behind that O-line, that we have everybody coming back, plus some, uh, with Taylor Portier also getting healthy, and I got to uh, see him. I mean, I'm super, super, super excited for those guys uh, and see exactly what they can do uh, this upcoming season because, I mean, with Will Howard next to them and that O-line up in front, I mean, there's no telling what they can do. Well, the standard in that running back room has definitely been set high, Deuce, and uh, I think I speak for for all of us, you know, I mean, K-State fans that have watched you play uh, over the last handful of years. Thank you for everything you did for K-State, for bringing a Big 12 championship to this program, and uh, best of luck in, in your next step in the NFL, man. Can't wait to see you tear it up in the league. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate having me tonight. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.